Well, Ross, welcome to the Bonner Breakdown. It's good yes. to have you. Well, thank you, Chris. Yeah, and Ross, you and I go back a few years. We do. You know, we've known each other oh, probably 10 years? I, I think nine. so. Nine years. Chris, is it nine? Yeah, okay. nine years. So it's, I, I remember meeting you at a, the River of Life for a Tracy Armstrong event. I think it was the first oh, time Oh, no met. kidding. Yep, yep. So that was nine years ago. Yes. So that time flies, my friend. Dear so. me, to see how you've championed Sandpoint in so many ways is so good. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. thank you. Yep. Um, again, welcome to, the, welcome to the show. We always start off with... Uh, what we call the good report, and we um, we're always looking for something that's of good good news, and that is uh, something worthy of of celebration, right? Because we like to celebrate good news, um, and um, uh, we have finally uh, starting to see some momentum um, in uh, people realizing that we need affordable housing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, everybody talks about it, but people are actually like going. Oh, this is real now, um, which is really good. I think that for public awareness for the housing agency, I think it's good for uh, the community so people can start to pool together some yes. ideas and resources to try and address the problem. Um, so uh, to me, it's good news that people are becoming aware yes. you know, of the issue more and more, which is good. You got any good news? Well, related to that, you know, yeah. Aspen has been our model years ago and the mm-hmm. service industry they had to go 15 20 miles out yep. of town for living yep. and if you look at zillow right now i got a couple from zillow today that i just could not believe in terms of the um, requirements to buy a little shack here so i think you're doing something real good yeah man yeah. We're, we're we're going for it you yeah. know yeah so yeah i'm i'm excited for the next season of what's going to happen in sandpoint and what's going to happen in the area and you know you've been around a long time here and you know you were you were raised here and um we're, we're going to dive into some of that but for those of you who don't know ross hall ross give us the breakdown who are you and give us give us kind of a synopsis of your story well i'm a chamber of commerce advertising for sandpoint born <laughs> here first avenue great story uh, I just got this from my mother just before she died, Hazel Hall. A lot of people know Hazel Hall. But uh, she gave birth to me on First Avenue in a home there. And, and here's how it went. She was down in the basement printing pictures, Ross Hall pictures. And she says, oop, I've got to go. And she walked the four blocks down First Avenue. And Dr. Wendell, who some people know, uh, called Ross Hall senior and says get down here you have a baby right now and that's the self-sufficiencies of ladies in north idaho at that time but uh sure wow. I, I was born here and then the next year world war ii uh, started uh impacted this city enormously because the next year uh-huh. here comes farragut uh-huh 300 people being trained and my dad was the photographer, head photographer, taking a picture of all 300,000 of them. Wow. And, um, and that was the largest base other than in Chicago for the Navy. And uh, so that's, that's how we kind of started. One thing from Hazel, for you historian people, uh, by 1942, they had machine guns on the top of City Hall thinking that the Japanese were coming right into Sandpoint, you know? So it's wow. that kind of thing. And wow. so, so I grew up here, left <laughs> at age 18, came back at age 66 is a story. But I went to Sandpoint High School and Farman School that's no longer there, you know, it's a bank there now. And uh, I was mentored and scared by uh, Charlie Stidwell. So some of the people listening know about Charlie and <laughs> he ran this town and uh, for the young kids, and, and so that's it, and then went to University of Idaho, and, uh, and so that's kind of a quick shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, you left at 18, and, and you uh, went into uh, planning, was it? Or? Well, I went to University of Idaho. Uh-huh. We're third generation University of Idaho. Our okay. granddaughter said she's gonna go to U of I All this right. week. So oh, we're excited wow. about that's that. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, 
I went back to Washington D.C. Worked with U.S. Census Bureau. Okay. And and took five jobs in six years in in five different states and uh, climbing. Uh huh. And uh, ended up as a city planner in San Diego okay. for six years. And that's great. That's part of that story. Okay. Yeah. Great. So so you're in San Diego, and what did you end up what did you end up doing after that? Well, I started getting restless. You know, here I was at a young age, and I couldn't and, go any and further. Did you know Leslie at this point? Well, indeed. I, I'll back up for a moment. I met her at University of Idaho okay. grad school. I said, who is this? Uh -huh. So that night we went out. We went uh, out every night. She went home and announced the first night that... Uh, I think I found the guy I'm going to marry. Oh, that's so, so great. Th isn't that kind of good stuff? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's it. So Leslie it. and I have now been married 53 years. That's awesome. We've been business partners for 42 years. We've roamed uh, in most of the states teaching people how to operate business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Put a thousand miles on our cars, a million miles in our cars, and a million miles flying, and, mm -hmm. and we tromped around the stages and tried to teach people how to own yeah, a company. Yeah, yeah. And so so we and had started one in San Diego. San Diego. San yeah. Diego. And specifically, if you're going to you know, give a context for people, um, that business was Amway. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah an affiliate marketing uh -huh. company that's gone yeah. through so many transitions. Back then, it was practically door to door. Right. Now it's on your phone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so and you've been doing that for 40, 42 years. 42 years. Uh, just kind of wandering around, trying to figure <laughs> out what to do at that yeah. time. Yeah. And then we set up a training company, and that expanded and uh, was in 77 cities before um, they shut down last year. And, mm -hmm. and so uh, it's been quite a journey. It's fun It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. And, of course, you haven't stopped. Oh, no. uh, you are, you're going full steam with all new um leadership vision you know all new like you just keep going after you know um helping people uh develop and build their their income streams right yeah um we carry good news with us <laughs> and can't, yeah. can't keep it to ourselves but when i came up here uh 15 years ago i i and I looked at my age, and I said, well, gee, um, uh, maybe this is it. And, and because we didn't have all the things we have now, whether it's Zoom or video and mm -hmm. Internet or yeah. cell phones and all that. So yeah, I, cell I, phones were just really starting to pick up yeah, speed. Yeah, yeah. And so I says, look, and I live in the mountains, and there's no people around here much. So. And then things changed. Technology came along. Mm -hmm. I met you. Yeah, um, which has been an inspiring thing from day one. Really, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate uh, it. Not only are you a, a top entrepreneur for Sandpoint, Bonner County, but but you influence people in different spectrums. Yeah, and one of those spiritual climate yeah. of this community. So yeah. yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. I, you know, you know, we we get we. I think once you find out what you're passionate about. Yeah. And then uh, the things that your your gifts are kind of well suited for. Yeah. And when they all start blending together, you just can't let go. Exactly. You know, just yeah. it just kind of flows. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. So you moved here 15 years ago. I did. That would have been in uh, 2006. Yeah, right in there. Okay, because uh -huh. I got here in 2005. Okay. So that I I I you don't know how many people that. I think 2020 is going to be one of those 2021 is going to be one of those 0506s because oh. I know so many people that moved here in 0506. Oh man. I meet them all the time. I'm like, "No, wait. When? What what day?" <laughs> you know, like, "Did we <laughs> did we cross the long bridge at the same time? Did we go through the portal?" Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's like right, the portal. Did, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I, I see so many people that all came in 0506. That's really interesting. Really interesting. But Isn't go, it? Yeah, go ahead. So you, you came in 06. Yeah. Yeah. And and you just decided that you were going to retire? Or, uh, well, or what I, was, I, I what didn't was know where to go. I knew I'd take my energy. And so I put a lot of it into Ponderay Bay Trail. Uh-huh. And, yep. and, uh, and then I uh, had some comments, being the believer that I am. I said, look, I think we can do a lot more in terms mm -hmm. of community and connecting and 
mm-hmm. having a national day of prayer and some of those mm-hmm. things. So I mm-hmm. occupied myself in that, yep. that time. Yeah. Which the national day of prayer is coming up next Thursday. Well, it is. Uh-huh. Yep. And, uh, and uh, yours truly is going to be leading some worship, you know, so that'll be fun. I, I haven't led worship there before, so. Oh, man, uh, strumming the guitar. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. dear and me. Emily, Emily will be on the keys with me. Yeah. And it not only okay. will be in Farman Park um, live uh, downtown, which we didn't do last year because right. of COVID protocols, and, they, and um, this year we're doing it live online and in the park. I think so, that's so So for the good. people that want to watch online, they can go to Pray7B, uh, on Facebook, and you'll see a live stream there. So, um, but just that's a side plug, I guess. But, um, well, sure. Yeah. So, so you're, uh, uh, you moved here in 06. You had some energy, thought, man, let's start National Day of Prayer. Let's dive into doing some of this other stuff. What else have you been up to? Well, in that period of time, that was about it, trying to adjust from 30 plus years in the, high-speed city, mm-hmm. San Diego, mm-hmm. which I loved, loved it, and uh, uh, kind of a slowdown period mm-hmm. at that point. And then at, uh, uh, let's see, um, about 2010, I said, you know, I, I, I'm getting restless here. And so uh, I started to uh, understand that everything's changing and how we operate business. In fact, I've identified eight trends since the beginning of last year. If you don't catch those trends, uh-oh. Yeah, uh-huh. like the challenge trend that you and I are like, and that's a big one right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've talked about some of them. That's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's yeah. it. Uh-huh. And enjoying Leslie the whole time. And, of course, we have our restaurants we like here in the lake. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> Why would yeah. we leave? Huh? I, I know you pinch yourself sometimes, you know, yes. and, and you sit on the sit on that beautiful deck of Trinity and you have a pecan crusted chicken salad. <laughs> right, Ross? That's what we do. So we have the have our pecan crusted chicken salad and stare out at the lake. Oh, and go, Is this real yeah. life? You know, oh, and, man. Yeah, I was, I was uh, privileged to have Justin on the program during oh, during COVID when they were struggling with the restaurant being shut down and lots of big plans for them. Coming yeah, down the indeed, road and mm-hmm. we're excited about that. Yeah, you know. yeah, it'll be really good. Well, mm-hmm. well, I'm I'm really curious. One of the reasons why I've wanted to have you on the show for a long time because oh. you're just really easy to talk to. You got great stories, but I thought I think it'd be really cool for people to hear a little bit more about Sandpoint back in the day. Back in the day. Back in the day. So you've got um, a ton of great stories, and, and I do. You know, your dad told a lot of stories and images, and his pictures are some of the most iconic images of Sandpoint and of this region. And uh, I think a lot of people um, are just now putting together, recognizing that the name matches mm-hmm. um, the the little inscription at the bottom of the black and white photos that they see all oh, over, over Sandpoint. Yes, and um, I think it's just uh, just great that you carry that heritage you know you carry that that legacy so tell us a little bit about your mom and dad well i'd be happy to but i have to take one note and that's my brother dan yeah yeah dan revived ross hall photos really uh and Love it. this is his 40th year mm. but uh, nothing better than to dig through the negatives of which there are you know 60 70 thousand of them wow and find one and say well I, i'm i'm going to have to um, repair it, restore it, used to call retouching and all those kind mm-hmm, of things. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Ross wouldn't recognize some of his photos now. Uh, uh, Dan has enhanced him so beautifully, mm-hmm. just like Ansel Adam and his mm-hmm. son. Same kind of thing. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, and Dan's amazing. Oh, he is. He's so fun to hang out with. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, that's good. Well, Ross and Hazel, uh, 1932, January, snowy, uh, arriving at the train depot down there. And and here they get off. Uh, and uh, they were both millennials. Uh, Hazel was uh, 19 years of age. And uh, 
he was part of a group of millennials that started to contribute um, in that period of time, playing cards and bridge and things that didn't cost anything. But they had great dreams of Sandpoint at that point. So uh, Ross and Hazel get off the train right there, and here comes the police. And they come up there, are you Ross Hall? Yes, uh, you're under arrest. And so <laughs> Hazel's eyes popped, <laughs> and they played it to the hill. And, and, and so that was a fun thing. Uh, I talked to Hazel later. In fact, when he moved up here, I, I uh, spent pretty much a little bit of time every day mm -hmm. for five years. And so I got a lot of stories, a lot of pictures, and so on. But she said she had $20 hidden away in her purse that she never told Ross. And Ross had 60 cents. <laughs> and so that's how it started. <laughs> yeah. And so they went through that period of time. And in 1938, they purchased the Heim studio. And they threw in the, uh, the uh, shack behind the studio. It isn't there now. And threw in a car also. So he didn't have to ride his bike anymore. And, uh, and they went to work. So they were young entrepreneurs, millennials, and said, let's go to work. And so that's what they decided to do. Yeah. And uh, if he had his choice, it, it would uh, run around every mountaintop and uh, right. drive every road and see every animal and see every waterfalls. And, you know, that's that's it. Right. With a camera in hand. Uh, in hand, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. And... Um, um, who was born first? I have a sister. Okay. Beautiful sister, age 84, lives in Spokane. Okay. And then my brother is seven years younger. Yeah. Okay. So the three of us. Okay. Yeah. So you're mm -hmm. in the middle. I am. Okay. And, um, uh, there's a great picture of your mom on the Long Bridge. Oh, yes. Tell us about that. Well, I can't tell you a lot about it. I know the other person with her was uh, Mary Lee Pyatt, not, not alive anymore, but worked uh, for Ross, uh, the Ross Hall Studio, it was called right then. And, uh, uh, you know, that was the old wooden bridge that uh -huh. went right down First Avenue, as uh -huh. you know, right where uh, that nice white home is. And uh, very proud of that, longest wooden bridge in the world, you know, Clack, click, clack, click, clack, uh -huh. <laughs> as you drive along. So, but the wonder of all the water, the wonder. Yeah. Of it. yeah. And I have a couple other pictures of Ross, uh, self portraits up on Gold Mountain um, when he just got here. And they are fantastic. Wow, because that's pre dam era. Oh, oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for yeah. For sure. Yeah. Sure. Wow. Yeah, don't get me started on that. Uh, oh yeah, you well, know, why, why not? That's, that's a river, okay. Uh huh. It's, uh, Lake Ponderé was a river coming through this. In fact, uh -huh. I, I almost, almost could uh, go all the way across to Forty One South, walking. Uh, you don't realize that now, but that's that's the situation. And so <laughs> go up and down, up and down, and uh, and. Uh, you know, we were in the, the lumber industry, of course. That That's what drove yeah. this city at that time. And yeah. Humbert Mill was down there. Uh -huh. You and I have been there, Ponderay uh -huh. Bay Trail. Yeah. And still, the remains, people wonder, what is this? Is this some kind of thing from the Grecian era or something? No. It's <laughs> a lumber mill. <laughs> lumber mill, biggest. Not even that old. Uh, that's right. 1929, yeah. they told me it's the largest of uh, in the Northwest, Weyerhaeuser. And, uh, but they had to have the railroad track out uh, 2,000 feet to bring the logs out to drop into the water, you know, and, uh, and wow. so, so it's that kind of situation, yeah. Um, the whole Pondre Base Trail and what we call Bum Jungle, which yeah. that, that's part of our well, roots. People you know? don't know it. If people who move here be like, Bum Jungle. Bum Jungle. What? What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, that was, you know, people who rode the rails would get off there and they'd stay in that, stay in the woods there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And as part of the Ponderay Bay Trail, 
Um, uh, Steve Gill did a lot of environmental work down there, got a lot of funding, found out that there were 24 homes down there, and uh, some of them walked to school. Mm -hmm. uh, one of them had a boat, and, mm -hmm. uh, and, and quite a story. And there was a store down there, and uh, there's where they got the coal and dropped it in there, and yes, a different story. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, like, what time period was that? Well, that that would be uh, Ross and Hazel bought the shoreline in 1966. 66, okay. And, and so if we go way back, it, it, it just deteriorated for mm -hmm. those years, and, and people mm -hmm. got off the trail, off, off the rails, and... Yeah, they had their own store. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And we mm. still meet people down there. When I walk uh, parts of our property down there, uh, they're a younger crowd, mm -hmm. but we try to comfort them and mm -hmm. take them down to Connie's and have breakfast, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, Ross and Hazel are our mainstays now. They're, they are, they've become, they've, slowly became natives right they moved up here in the 30s and um you know ross uh was um obviously uh did work during the 40s with the naval base right mm -hmm. and then um how is how do you make a living as a photographer in the in the 50s well i tell you you don't make money uh hiking up mountains and taking pictures okay uh, not that. That's what he wanted to do. But I think he took uh, senior pictures for maybe 20 years. Uh, he never complained, but that wasn't his love affair that, that paid a couple bills. Yeah. And then okay. out, out with the weddings, you know, all, uh -huh. all of that photographer stuff. And that, I mean, yeah. I mean, how cool would it be to look back and go, yeah, Ross Hall did my 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 you know mother or my grandmother's oh. you know <laughs> senior prom photo or you know that's the right. yearbook photo that's cool oh that's yeah, right that's and if you go into uh, ross hall photo collection where dan is mm -hmm. at the gallery right there you should see it he is doing some things now that uh, are unparalleled uh, if a person goes in there but mm -hmm. he has had literally hundreds mm -hmm. and hundreds and Hundreds of people come in. I got a Ross Hall photo, or hey, look at this. Is this valuable now? And and uh, he's a good storyteller. And, oh yeah. And so uh, it's quite an experience to to be with Dan in that setting there. Yeah, that's fabulous. Mm -hmm. So um, you came on the scene. Yes. And um, what are some of your very first memories of Sandpoint? Well, one of them. Um, Elvis Presley came to town in January 1956, Heartbreak Ooh. Hotel. <laughs> Come on. And less than two years later, we had soda hops and, and uh, <laughs> plaid floors and hoops. and. Uh -huh. Oh, dear me. Everybody got hit with it. That's revolution right there. I yeah. remember still <laughs> Elvis. Elvis. What's that sound? What's that sound? Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, so that, that's a good one. So I went to farming school, of course, and then went over to what is called the event center, and that uh -huh. was junior high and then and senior up there where the middle school now mm -hmm. is. Yeah. Uh, what do I remember? Uh um, kind of an idyllic th situation. Right. Um, we've had a poster for years. Couldn't find it recently, but it says Idaho is what America was. And uh, now, wow. now I say Sandpoint is what America was. Okay. And uh, yeah. we're so proud of this little town yeah. in so many ways. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, growing up, how was the education? What, what, I mean, looking back, how was it? Well, uh, I'll, I'll tell you a couple of things, of course. Uh, on, the, on the speaker system every day, they read Psalms. Okay, okay. And so, so we do that. And uh, Pledge of Allegiance and uh, a different atmosphere. But one of the biggies 
there was something called the World Series with the Mickey Mantle, and the teachers allowed us to take radios into the class. Wow. And listen to the World Series. Willie, Mickey, oh. <laughs> That was so important for some of us, you know. Oh yeah. And the baseball cards came out, and you know, you know the whole story. Wow. There. So that that was good. But uh, fishing, absolutely, uh, uh, that was part of us, and uh, uh, pretty pretty much of a harmless situation in that sense. Yes, we did a few things. I could explain a couple of those. Oh, I won't yeah, because no, statutes and limitations are yeah. gone. <laughs> yeah, that's probably smart. Probably smart. Someone's, okay. someone's holding on to that savvy. bill. Someone's yeah. holding on to that bill. Um, yeah. So let's talk a little bit. I am curious sure. about um, what changed with this, with the um, when they put in the Cabinet Gorge Dam. Well, that's that was substantial, because we'd have floods, a flood of '48, uh, downtown, and you know, it was, you know, waves, certainly shelter threatening. I didn't, I don't think anybody died, but uh, and you never could count on what was going to happen. You know, mm. go way down, go way up, and and so um, Ross was hired to take pictures. He was a commercial photographer. Great stuff. Nobody's ever seen it now, but building the dams on both uh -huh. ends, of course. Well, and they've got, and if you go into the visitor center there, they've got photos of the construction and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Those would be Ross Hall photos, probably. And, and, but what happened, and it has an impact right on Ponderay Bay Trail, uh, because that's caused the erosion. So for the first time, high water slushing against the shoreline washing it away. And so it's been uh, 35 years traumatically to put together the shoreline again. Hmm. And so when it was purchased, uh, it was it was inaccessible, but it wasn't eroded. And so it's been the Army Corps. It's their poster child now. As I've talked to them, they say, hey, this is this is the best thing Army Corps has ever done. Wow, cool. Uh, now, it was just rocks and four different... Uh, places they had mm -hmm. to put rocks in over that period of time but now it's all self-grown up and you know it looks like it's been there forever mm -hmm. it hasn't been okay mm -mm. yeah but that's that erosion mm -hmm. around the lake in the millions and millions and millions that had to be put together to uh, shore up things yeah wow yeah yeah wow. uh, did it impact the uh, um, docks yeah okay we're gonna have to put in docks at a different level and Mm -hmm. You know, there's ramifications and all that. Right. Yeah. 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 And and so it went from chaotic and not un, not knowing when it was going to flood. Right. When, to having some consistency. Exactly. Right. And so how did that impact the city? How did it impact the community? Well, I am not sure. That, that's a really a, a good question. Um, certainly we have more camping areas around uh -huh. now oh, that yeah. have been put in there by the yeah. Army Corps and we appreciate that a bunch and a lot of people love that. Um, I don't know. Uh, employment, yes, there's some employment at two dams and that, but I um, I, I don't have a lot of insight mm -hmm. on that. Yeah, it just yeah. probably gave people more peace of mind, I would imagine. Oh, uh, yes, yeah. uh, for sure. Yeah. And of course, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of people are grumping. Fishing isn't it good, or it's mm. better, or whatever, you know, <laughs> goes up and down. Hey, that's called change. <laughs> if you find somebody complaining, something changed. <laughs> yeah, um, that's you know, right. I mean, good, that's, that's good just, comment. yeah. So um, um, let's talk a little bit about, you know, your time in high school and what were some of your favorite favorite parts of, of being in, in high school here? You know, I mean, uh, I don't. Maybe not everybody's been in the middle school, the old middle school, but or the current uh, current middle school, um, and um, you know, it's it's got character. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, watching games from up above the tra you know, oh, yes. up there and down oh, into the near me. Well, of course, that was exciting to uh -huh. to this. We thought we were world class in at the time. Um, I. I don't have a lot of memories there. We had a had a good class. Some people are uh, uh, still putting together 
60th high school wow. <laughs> reunion. Come on. Appreciate yeah, wow. that's pretty good, isn't it? Wow, yeah. 60th. Yeah. yeah. My goodness. And uh, one of my closest friends was Norm Gissel. And, and Norm's down in Cord Lane and pretty well known across the state now. But um, we, uh, we enjoyed that. And we had good football teams mm -hmm. at that time. We were mm -hmm. classic football. Mm -hmm. But um, we just kind of wandered through high school. Mm -hmm. They labeled me most successful person uh, for some reason. And, uh, but a subtitle under my picture in the Monticular was probably better. It says, why sleep at home when you can sleep at school? <laughs> so I, uh, I kind of <laughs> kind of wandered through school. Okay, <laughs> I love it. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. So, um, you, you know, growing up here, sure, you know, couple siblings. Um, what have you noticed when you came? I mean, you obviously came back off and on over the years with Summer your parents here, up here. Yes, so you much. watched. Yeah. Uh, Sandpoint change. Indeed. Yeah. 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 And I pay attention to those things because there's a city planner and uh -huh. all, all those kind of things. Um, well, I think it's, it's one of the, nothing new to say this, but one of the great, beautiful communities in America. You know, there's 35,000 cities. I, I consider that we're one of the top. Yeah. And, yeah. And, we can and, be in the, hey, I, I think we're in the one percent. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't don't get us started. We'll be talking about it for an hour here about it, everything. Mm -hmm. But uh, it, it, it's gone through waves. Um, so first, we got to put in a little infrastructure. Hey, we got to have a hospital. Now let's let's take that sand down at this this sandy point area and make it into a beach. And that right. that was the energy that came. Mm -hmm. And so then people play on. And, and get protected a little bit more. And, and then we go through another wave of infrastructure development. And, and then, of course, something was released when the byway came in and, and that superstructure. And, and now we have another one with, of course, the Great Memorial Park and mm -hmm. all those things. Mm -hmm. So the kids go out and play more. Mm -hmm. And those kind of things. So we have a lot of places to play right we now. Do. Oh, we do. Oh dear me, yeah. And, uh, and and we're happy to have so many California people here. Yeah. Uh, they bring creativity, they, of course, the resources, uh, but willing to uh, contribute. Mm -hmm. um, I, I talked to uh, the pastor of North Summit, and he says, "I've never seen anything like this in my life." They want to contribute. Yep. They want to be part of this community. They, they do. Left, right? Well, we could I, yeah. go on and on well, about Well, and that. I think a lot of, just as a side note, I think a lot of the people that are moving up here wanted to be part of their community uh, where they lived, too. It's not like they weren't actively involved there, and so they're bringing that same mindset here. You know, yes. I, I think a lot of people are doing that. And I think it's, it's you know, I had a conversation with somebody the other day about, you know, like it's not it's not always a bad thing to have new people, <laughs> yes. you know, um, and, and, you know, I'm always a silver lining kind of guy. Yeah, I know you, know, you are. You got to you got to uh, chew on the meat and spit out the bones. Yeah, you got to you got to take the right perspective on this stuff. Otherwise, you're just miserable. Mm -hmm. You know, you're just mm -hmm. upset and angry at stuff you can't fix or change. And. Might as well, might might as well embrace some of the change. Mm. You know, we need to, we mm. need to embrace it. Mm -hmm. I had a gal in our church who was raised here, um, you know, long term raised here. She went in the military and and was gone for a bit, and she's back. And you know, she's like, you know what? We need we need fresh, you know, people. Oh. You know, I had Dan McDonald on the show, you uh -huh. know, the county commissioner, and we were chatting a bit about this as well. You know, he's like, I wish they could all take a class on how we do things in North Idaho, you know. And, right. And, and I think culturally, um, we, can't, we can't lose sight of what makes this place so special, right? And it's the locals. It's the people who've been here since Farragut was active, 
you know, the people who've lived here a long time. And a lot of people who've lived here a long time, um, you know, don't hold the same views of what people think they do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. like it's vi- it's totally diverse. You know, it's not it a is. monolithic political oh, environment. Right it's not, you know, but man, the way that we love and care for each other up here is exactly. unique and it's special. Well, we could we could go down that lane for yeah, some let's time, do it. and it's for at least for a it's minute. A, it's a spiritual climate mm-hmm. in part. Um, I've seen, and you've been right in the midst of this. You're a generation coming up in terms mm-hmm. of pastorate, and and another generation that's older. But you decided to blend together, mm-hmm. and sometimes uh, you know you may have. 10, 15, 20 pastors coming mm-hmm. together. That is unparalleled. Yeah. I was speaking to yeah. somebody in Bend, Oregon. It's, oh, I tried to get them together for the first time, and, and uh, it broke out in arguments and every every kind of thing. Uh, yeah. And it struck me because he's yeah. a businessman yeah. uh, trying to do that. <laughs> so I've seen that, oh. and that's, that doesn't I, come easy. You know what? There's It's... There's a couple of people that I think really spearheaded that, um, you know, the pastor, uh, the old retired ministers from, you know, First Christian, First Baptist, and um, Sandpoint Christian Center, yes. Dave, and and they really, and even, you know, we would say Ken Lawrence, and now, you know, Chad at the NAS, and, yeah. You know, Eric's been at Cedar Hills for almost 20 years now. So oh. let that sink in for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, okay. I, I, I just think, um, I just think, you know, there's been a real unique, um, for people that are watching or listening that don't know what we're talking about, we have a pastoral meeting of ministers, uh, not of pastors, but ministers. Uh, so uh, even if you're a, you know, a ministry that's, you're not a pastor, but you lead a ministry, uh, just uh, we do a weekly lunch where we gather, talk about what's going on, and then yeah. we spend time praying for each yeah. other right. um, and really trying to bless each other's ministries. Um, and it's created a real uh, sense of unity of yes. the spirit um, in this area. It's very, very, very rare. Uh, you and I would go to San, uh, San Jose and uh, I'd be right. talking with ministers from all over the world. Right. From all over the world. And I'd say, Truly. well, here we're in this little... Little little mountain town and it's gorgeous and we get, you know, we've got a, a town of say forty four hundred or forty eight hundred people and you know we got forty four thousand people in the in the you know or seven eight hundred and forty four thousand yeah. people yeah. in the county. Right. We got twenty to twenty five pastors that are willing to come together every week to pray for each other and their <laughs> jaw drops. They're like, what? What? Like unbelievable. And those are all seeds that have been sown. And, and so there's, there's many of us that, you know, we know that that's a priority um, to, you know, um, have that. And, you know, it's not just like the only people that don't like it are people that don't feel like it's okay to fellowship with people who don't agree with you. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like we'll have Lutheran, Baptist, Assembly of God. I mean, we're charismatic. We've got, you know, uh, the Nazarenes, uh, non-denominational. Um, we've got Seventh-day Adventist. We've got all these, all these different walks all choosing to say, we can lay down, our, lay down our differences for a moment and come and support each other. We do it every week, and it's unique. Well, it is. And one of the things I've observed, because I get a chance to be with you guys, is your generation embracing the older generation? That's Gen Z. Mm-hmm. The Gen, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And, We're the bridge. Uh, yeah. Right? We, the, yeah, our generation, and and um, no, I think the calling on the generation is to be a bridge. Yeah, um, yeah. So. Uh, you're absolutely right. Yeah, and so you could go down, down to Gen Z, but you can go up to Silent Generation. Yep, and, and so you guys. I've noticed that about you. You have that capability, um, huh. and it's it's probably generational in part. You yeah, know? yeah. Well, I mean, we were you know the the first um, generation to be raised um, post the civil rights movement. Oh, and the mindset when we were raised was that we've come to a place where we value people not based on their skin color 
not be, so there's an entire middle it's a small generation it is so gen z is very small that's right and so it's not it's not huge but we made a lot of babies okay let's just say that <laughs> so so because the millennials are huge right <laughs> so um you know the gen z you know we're, we were the first generation to have to be raised with the don't don't worry about the color yeah worry about the character like that that mindset from martin luther king was uh, embedded in our mm. generation so deeply mm. that it's deeply offensive to everybody who's Gen Z with what's currently happening um, right. in the in the in the culture wars. Yeah, uh, we'll just call it that. You know, so a lot of it's super offensive uh, because it's never been on the radar. Right, it's never even been considered, especially you know, um, the, um, for for many people, it's just not on the radar. Um, and for some things, it should be on the radar. Some mm -hmm. things need to be on the radar that mm -hmm. weren't on the radar. Totally mm -hmm. get that. Um, and yet, you know, there's 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 this unique thing about our generation that says that we're we're here to build bridges. You know, I like and I th that. I think they get it. I think we get it. I like that. And yep. that's kind of the theme of the Christian radio station here too, isn't it? Yeah, the bridge. The bridge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I appreciate yep. what they're yep. doing. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm. I, I think it's um, I think it's also interesting that, you know, we have that long wood wooden bridge, you know, uh, that you were just talking about. And also, you know, the experience that everyone has over the long bridge. Well, yeah. And uh, speaking of bridges, uh, speaking of bridges, um, how many people <laughs> said yep. I came across the bridge? I mean, come on! I don't it's even know why I'm here. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm here. Well, and this all, this all, this all adds into the spiritual climate. It does, you know, because I think that there's, there's, and there's something about this region uh, and about this place that uh, is destined for um, bringing broken things back together. Oh, I like that. You know, because I, I think there's something really important. That's what bridges do. It crosses from one side to the other. Yeah. And, and um, usually there's a need on the other side. Ooh, you know, I, like I mean, oftentimes there is. So, I yeah, like I think there's something cool about that. Yeah, you know, we'd call that transformation, wouldn't we? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Going over the bridge. In fact, yep. uh, uh, one little mellowing experience that I like to have, I, I don't do it now, but um, when people came to town, didn't know why they came to town, mm -hmm. let's go for a walk along Pondre Bay Trail, and, and let's leave our colorized digital experience and come into black and white, mm. and let's kind of slow down and mm -hmm. we'll kind of set a phone aside. And, mm -hmm. <sighs> And many times, you know, it's a big, deep breath. I've had people just uh, almost explode with mm -hmm. their lungs, saying, "Oh, I can breathe again." Practically, they yeah. didn't say that, but yeah. but I could detect that yeah. kind of thing. And that's why I wanted to get involved in National Day of Prayer mm -hmm. and and hanging around with people like you. We must protect that culture. Yeah, and and um, I, I think we're doing pretty well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So uh, when you think about changes that you've seen in Sandpoint over the years, what are the most dramatic changes that you think you've seen? Well, one that might surprise people, but putting in byway. Why? Because that was a 50-year division. Hazel Hall was on the first planning group to put that road right through there, okay, in the 50s. And that has been a division uh, for all those years, opposition. Uh, uh, my brother would say one thing, i say another thing. But what happened out of that, uh, just looking at it, uh, we discovered our past. See, we didn't know that Sand Creek was no man's land, okay? Yeah. You can do whatever you want down there. If you want uh, whorehouses down, you, you go ahead. We're just mm -hmm. not going to mess with that kind of thing. And um, this is just my, my orientation, but when they pulled out up a half million artifacts out of that mm -hmm. and displayed them in the community. 
I remember going to that and seeing that. Don't you? And oh, we yeah. walked through there yeah. and the community observed, was this here? Yeah. Would that happen? And it, it right. was the a, history came alive. It it did and yeah. it and it released out of the I'll put it this way, out of the bowels of Middle Sandpoint uh-huh. and cleaned it up. Yeah. And and uh, so when the the shovel goes was uh, you know, our governor coming there and uh-huh. sticking that shovel in there. I was there. Uh, yeah. 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 So I, I think that is so significant because, you know, that's the most expensive public road in in Idaho. And, and to have flowers growing from our freeway in downtown, come on. Pretty cool. <laughs> Pretty cool. Well, you got to love, at some point, you got to love, what do they call it, pork? <laughs> right? <laughs> because <laughs> that's how it happened okay that's how that byway happened was it got it got tacked on um <laughs> legislatively yeah. um so i got a great story about that yeah tell me about so it so i was uh i was down at the sand creek plaza dale pines old building oh sure right which is one we would hang out yeah, at that's right because uh, my mortgage office was right below his yeah uh, right. his office and um and on the third floor uh, looking over, right. looking over Sand Creek. Yes. And this is before the bypass came in. And uh, you'll remember the old tree with the tire swing. Oh, dear me, yes. Right? I mean, uh-huh. the old tree. I mean, it was on the on the cover of of USA Today. Like, this tire <laughs> swing with the kid, like, ah, Whee! with Cedar Street Bridge in the background, <laughs> you know. And um, uh, I was... I was, we had family in town over the holidays and, uh, we had, I think our family had, we had rented a, you know, vacation rental to fit all of our family into that weekend. Cause you know, our house didn't fit everybody. So we rented mm-hmm. a place down on the lake and, and it was just a great thing. But I, in the mortgage industry, I had a ton of work like my busiest season was in the middle of winter. No. So unlike a lot of lot, like yeah. my, I just crush the winners for whatever reason i don't know why but um and summers were good too but my my winters were busy and i ended up um um, needing to finish some documents we were going to be sequestered and so i'm like it's christmas eve morning Mm. i said honey i'm going to go into the office give me two hours i'm going to lock up some of the stuff so i can just be at rest get everything done so that you know the Christmas Day and the day Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, the day after, I don't have to do anything, right? So I get in there early, like five o'clock in the morning. Mm. Right? I was an early riser, not as early anymore, but sometimes. So I get up, go into the office, and lights. It's dark, it's dark. So I'm there about two hours, seven o'clock. Rolls around, lights coming up. This bulldozer just comes over, and I and I watch you him. Saw it. I watch him push the the tire swing tree down and he backs it up, turns it off, gets out and walks back over to his car. It was the only thing he was there to do at a time when nobody would see him. I remember, Oh, I remember it later that day. Uh-huh, what happened? It. You saw, I saw him do it. Oh man. And I was like, cause my, I had huge windows yeah. in my office facing it. You know, I was like, Whoa. Okay. So he was down there. Uh, with a cat or something, yeah. and just pushed it over. Just pushed it over and left. <laughs> just left it laying there. Oh. It was there for like five days, Wah. just laying there. I know. And everyone's like, no, oh. that's our life. <laughs> oh man, it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but what a memory that like, is. Oh. Yeah. But I was glad about you know. I think the bypass has been good for the good for the community. I do too. Yeah. Yeah, and of course I'm so crazy about Dober Bay. Mm-hmm. And, and the nine communities that they put together there, that, mm-hmm. that's, that's record-setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah. you've, been, you've seen some changes. Yeah. Um, what, yeah. what do you think is the best change that you've seen? Best change? Because there's lots of kinds of change. Right? Uh, well, there change, are. Bad change, there but are. What's the best change that you've seen? They're best. Well, best, I'm not sure, but... Um, um, it's the a climate, and that's hard to measure in a way. But still, the care for the community, mm. the mm-hmm. care for the community, mm-hmm. uh, that people really care. And mm-hmm. and we were injured when we couldn't have lost in the fifties, 
to have that celebration. And for the first time in ever. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Carol, for doing that, for sure. Uh, so that's, that's one thing. The best, uh, I think, even though it had a hardship for some, when Coldwater closed and the best of the best stayed here. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> the, 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 the intellectual and entrepreneurial capital that stayed oh. is pretty amazing. Yeah. So uh, I was touring the Envision Center. Yeah. With our board. And one of our one of the people that was with us said we just walked back and said, I feel a little traumatized just coming back on the campus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because they hadn't been back in so long. They were oh, like, oh, I feel a little traumatized yeah, coming back here. Yeah. Well, but okay. man, and, and of course that's an entrepreneur. Yeah. You know, start multiple businesses, you know, and yeah. and you know, it's it's awesome. I um, super grateful for the great businesses that we have, but man, that was, it was hard for a lot of people to see that, that cause it was stable, right? It was a That's steady right. machine yeah. until it wasn't. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then, you yeah. know, people just decided to make their own way. Yeah. That's and right. it's been awesome. And another entrepreneur, of course, is Lighthouse and mm -hmm. what they've done. Yeah. See, he could have sold out so easily. Uh, and uh, the jobs are 400, 500 jobs gone. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so thank you so much to that family for sure. Yeah. Uh, so I guess it's it's people. Do we have superstructures? Hey, we have this Memorial Park down there. Mm -hmm. That is world class. It really is. And not only that, let's put it on the lake. Mm -hmm. Okay, and the... Let's uh, have the ospreys there and have the cameras on them. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Those are touches that make a community different. Yeah. 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 I'm working with somebody right now, and uh, he works on the healing gardens. Okay. And, um, and he was doing the piece with Hazel Hall there uh, and painting it and just giving it love. And I says, why, why do you spend so much time on this? You're volunteering. He says, it just depends on how great you want your city to be. Come on. Isn't that just Woo. awesome? And uh, Civic I, pride. Yes, yeah, civic mm. pride. Mm. Oh. And, and just the respect of not graffiti, not tagging all over, mm -hmm. but having a place so people, people can tag, you know, down the alley there between first yeah, and second. Yeah, right by, right by iCarts. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, all, all of those kind of things. So, well, we love it. But if you if you have to place this one place, I guess it would still be on the deck of Trinity. <laughs> yeah, one of those I'm, days. I'm real curious how that all is going to change, man. Because <laughs> oh. I'm I am not anxious about losing that spot. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're just going to say because of the traditions of the improvements that it's going to be a dramatic improvement. I think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it'll mm -hmm. be good. Yeah. But, man, you know, learning how to change, learning how to yeah. embrace change is hard. And, and you know, you got you to gotta look at the vision. You got to look bigger. You got to look past this change to see what's it going to, what's the fruit really going to look like. And, Sometimes we can do that with rose-colored glasses, or they can be very, very dark, mm -hmm. you know. And, mm -hmm. and I think we all got to pick our filters a little better, maybe. Boy, that's good. And that goes back to leadership. It, it, yeah, everything rises and falls on leadership. Yeah. You know, yeah. I know that and the yeah. definition of it and that. But, you know, we grew up in the 60s. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can read the books that says this is, this is a decade of dreams, because of JFK and mm -hmm. how he released mm -hmm. in that thousand days that he was alive. But we also had four major assassinations, yeah. you know. And uh, and in the turbulence of the 68 elections and and all the things that occurred, we oh, were man, back in Washington, D.C. at the time. And, yeah. Oh, my gosh. We were right in the midst of that ourselves, Leslie and myself. And uh, So, yeah, hey, you're going to have to be a little flexible to get out of this decade. <laughs> With the right kind of mindset. Yeah. And, and so, 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good that's a good that's a good way to say it you're gonna have to be flexible to get out of this decade <laughs> with the right kind of that's great no, yeah. i totally agree yeah oh, that's really yeah. good ross so, hmm. so well i think we could probably do this all day any do you have any do you have any you know funny stories or anything that you thought you know might be fun to share funny stories well, I went into hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of homes over our escapade, uh-huh. uh, and uh, and that's where so much of our life was. Uh, uh, if I brought Leslie in, she'd have five stories oh, right and, away, and she'd whip them out in a heartbeat. Oh, oh my gosh. I tell you, she likes fun. That's that's uh, <laughs> how she is built, and that, that's so good. And uh, uh, Papa Ross, uh, Ross was uh, was witty. Hazel was charming. She she raised a whole collection of ladies after Ross died. And uh, in fact, she had a party when she was ninety, and there were about forty of them at Trinity. That these are my daughters now. These are my daughters, and. Uh, uh, she built such a magnificent mm. life from age, uh, let's see, uh, 77 to 96 when she passed away. A- and, uh, you know, she, after she went through, uh, Ross had Alzheimer's, the 36-hour uh, experience, uh, as they call it. And uh, she grew out of that, and she blossomed at a whole other level. And I think the 80s, people in their 80s and 90s, if you keep your health as best you can, uh, you can have some of the greatest experiences. And she sure did. And she gave me so much in those five years that I got a chance uh, to be with her. I, I woke up in, in, in San Diego in the morning, and I had a dream of Hazel crying all night. And I... I called her the next morning, and I said, did you have a rough night? And she said, I cried all night. Mm. I said, what happened? Oh, it's so hard uh, to, to care. And I said, well, why don't we move up here? Uh, why don't we do that? And so, because we've had that kind of flexible lifestyle, we said, yeah. And so in 90 days we were up here, we, stayed, we said we'd be here for six months, and we were here five years at that time, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And, and, and that, is, that was a super, super experience. And, and then we traveled up here again. For 10 years, I, I took 40 trips up here to Sandpoint to try to negotiate the Ponderé Bay Trail and working with the railroad and the cities and the lockouts and da-da-da-da-da, which is, which is uh, it was part of the experience and necessary. But to see what people are enjoying with Ponderay Bay Trail, and it hasn't even started yet. Uh, we're putting together some things right now to commemorate Ross and Hazel. And, mm. But but you have the underpass, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, and, 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 that'll, and that'll connect to the bike path, and you go all the way up to Schweitzer, or you can come back down uh, Sand Creek. And so really, we've opened six miles of waterfront in this uh, last year's here if you if if you measure it a uh, mile and a half on one side of sand creek mile and a half on the other mile and a half uh, plus uh Ponderé bay trail amazing and that that was the dream that i had uh is that everybody has it but it's community on the lake yeah and we had yeah. had a two-lane bridge to get to the water or you had to go 15 miles to public beach one place almost the same in the other way in the two highways uh-huh. this is this is obscene it is right <laughs> it's and so right. and yeah. so we'll wow. have it so people can pour through uh the underpass up there at the Ponderé end and that's going to happen and, and so it's just a beautiful time Love it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Great. Well, uh-huh. congrats on that because I know that you put a lot into that. We did. It's very exciting. Very we exciting. We did. 40 yeah. years, but Papa Ross had the, had the vision. 
Hmm. And we found that uh, in a little notebook, a little, one of those spiral little notebooks like that. And he says, how do we keep it the way it is without changing it? You know, and he was speaking of that, of that area, that, which he couldn't property. go. He, he'd never walked it. Why? Because it's all slid. And, and uh, yeah, so wow. we could go on and on yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. But no. uh, the That's community great. has poured into that major contributors outside the state that says, hey, I want to be part of this. And so I think our greatest times are ahead. Yeah, yeah. Good, Yeah. good, good. Well, Ross, thanks for coming on the Bonner Breakdown. Well, I see what time it is, and we had quite a conversation. That's good. That's good. You <laughs> I know, love being and, with you. Yeah, always a pleasure, and, and um, this will be airing on Friday. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'll shoot it over to you. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. You can find out more about this podcast at bonnerbreakdown.com. You can also support this show and get personal video updates and thoughts from our host at patreon.com slash bonnerbreakdown.